0: <clears throat> hey, hi everyone. This is Amitab. Uh, welcome to Man Walks into a Rabbit Hole. Uh, uh, something happened recently, right? And I was uh, I was in the middle of a conversation, a deep conversation with a dear friend. And she was saying something and I was saying something and uh, she asked me a very uh, personal question. Personal as in nothing sacred or nothing difficult, but a very uh, what-if question. Like, what if your spouse slapped you? I mean, something to that effect, not like she didn't ask me this precise question, but something like this. And. Uh, For whatever reason, my brain in that moment went into a tailspin, right? So, instead of focusing on the question or the sensitive nature of the question, I actually focused on, uh, for whatever reason, that, that was a moment of awareness for a minute. And for me, at that moment, it occurred to me, what does the I mean, right? Like, who is slapping me and who is this me? Why do I identify so strongly with this me? And even the way our languages, right, so even the way I'm speaking English, the way I'm saying is, why do I, which is open quote, close quote, I, identify with the me, which is open quote, close quote, me. Uh, so there's no proper way of asking this question. There's no proper way in English to say, <clears throat> I want to contemplate on the ego. And this, uh, I think I've spoken about this earlier, right? So I call this the man-in-the-head problem rather than... I, I I actually don't call this. I think many people call this the man-in-the-head problem. And uh, I remember even as a child often thinking, what if I was her? What if I was him? Like when I was playing with other children. Uh, how would... how would my thinking change if i was him but not literally just by juxtaposition but what if i became him by carrying my ego inside him right so that's the way to pose that question so uh, which means i as amitabh move to uh, a boy called let's say paul and uh, what if amitabh entered paul Situation, but not as Paul, but as Amitabh. What would change? And that used to be a very, uh, like, I must have been 9, 10, 11 when I started uh, uh, grappling with this. Uh, I would always get into this strange zone of silence when I would think about this because it seemed like a very difficult problem to crack. I didn't have great answers for this question and not that i have great answers today but <coughs> today i have the larger awareness that my ego as a construct is nothing but uh, a simple construct for me to uh, to protect this body and uh, it's nothing but a construct that my brain is imposing upon me for me to do whatever it takes to to say whatever it is that I have a sense of belonging, which is this body right so it's a classic uh, uh the way I have understood this is uh our brains have evolved to such a degree of complexity that uh they have constructed mechanisms by which we uh defend ourselves, right? And uh, it's not at all unthinkable, right? It is not at all unthinkable, like in software, we often speak of self-healing systems. Uh, We could also think of systems which uh, uh, necessarily resist destruction, right? So, for example, uh, we could easily think of a system which uh, resists uh, the shutdown button right or the shutdown command so every time i give the shutdown command on a linux kernel or whatever we are operating on we could design a system which makes it harder and harder for the person operating it to shut it down and this could evolve out of two or three levels of complexity right so the first level of complexity could be that the system becomes aware that i have these 40 variables to optimize so let's say one variable is uh, you have to uh, keep running at this temperature with this efficiency with this cpu and while you run you you are contributing to let's say running this piece of software, whatever that piece of software is. Now the system is not sentient, so it doesn't understand what that piece of software is. But if we could give it enough awareness to recognize that your primary loss function or your primary target function is to keep running this function no matter what if we gave this level of awareness and gave the system the ability to recognize the inputs which are coming into the system, so which could be a shutdown, a power failure, a CPU failure, a RAM failure, and we gave all the necessary diagnostics or sensory touch points to the system, like if the touch, if the system had the mechanism to predict that my RAM or my CPU or my power is going to fail, let's say two or three seconds before it happened. You might as well be building a system which then has the ability to very quickly stall that from happening or switch to a secondary CPU or switch to a secondary RAM. So I digressed a bit, but what I was trying to essentially say was The ego is a construct which the brain constructs to uh, protect this machine, right? Now, if you think of the ego that way, it creates some very fascinating struggles, right? And the fascinating struggles are, who am I? What am I doing? That whole quest for meaning, which is an unintended complexity problem, right? So, the complexity the brain evolved was to defend the body. But now, this same complexity is beginning to use uh, the awareness in unintended ways. So, for example, the awareness is also beginning to question, saying, why am I running this loss function? Like, why do I have to keep this body running? what is in it for me that the body needs to keep running what is the purpose meaning and uh, like why am i aware so what is consciousness all of this is safely we should be able to envisage that a uh, uh, a machine with sufficient complexity and as i said this complexity is not very hard to imagine right it 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 is. It seems hard to do today because of memory and CPU constraints, but it is not really very hard to imagine, right? We could easily construct a system which knows the state of its RAM, the state of its CPU, the state of its power. It knows what the loss function is. It has the awareness to constantly think, saying, oh, my primary CPU is failing. I need to move to my secondary CPU. Now that my primary CPU has failed, I've switched to my secondary CPU. Let me order a primary CPU and also raise a support ticket on somebody who will come and replace the primary CPU. So, yeah, I mean, this system is fairly intuitive and imaginable. The point I was making was with the ego comes unintended consequences, and uh, the day we start reaching. To levels of complexity within systems, and our systems, by the way, have already become extremely complicated. Like when you begin to look at how uh, Netflix recommendations work, or how Amazon uh, recommendations work, uh, or if you look at basic AI slash ML kind of uh, backpropagation engines, which is essentially engines which create structures of data based on what it is seeing or sensing. Uh, it's very easy to uh uh start understanding how complex these systems are becoming and there will be a day which which is possibly what we call as AGI or or uh, general intelligence, artificial general intelligence. There will be a day when we will have sufficient complexity in a system for it to have awareness and probably an ego kind of construct. And, uh, yeah, I mean, for now, I just wanted to talk about this, like, uh, but I will probably do a series of conversations on ego. Uh, I've been playing around with it. With, uh, I've been experimenting myself, playing some tricks on myself, Trying to see the limits of my ego. Uh, And always remember the... uh, these The... The classic... uh, Classic... uh, Krishnamurti or Zen school of thought, right? The very idea of... Recognize... Recognizing is still fine. But the very idea of losing your ego... Is an ego construct, right? So that is the beauty of... uh, how zen and uh, krishnamurti put the problem right so the problem if you really believe in zen or if you really believe in the krishnamurti school of thought then the way to let your ego dissolve the way to at least reduce your ego even if you don't want it to dissolve because that would be also very bizarre and very i mean i can't imagine how that system operates but you want to downplay your ego, right? You want to recognize that you're just a small atom in a large, complex uh, game, right? Uh, the The way to do that is to get out of the way. So, what Zen and Krishnamurti say is get out of the way rather than get in the way. So, when you concentrate very hard, when you meditate very hard, when you have that frown and the bro and that ability to focus on the lamp or the statue or the breath and all of it is correct look i am not against meditation i i think meditation is good my point is when you do it with the express goal of reducing your ego or bringing an heightened level of awareness which is essentially dissolving your ego right so an awareness is nothing but your ability to put your ego on the back burner. That comes with you yourself becoming the impediment, right? And uh, it's not very hard. It's not a very complex concept to understand. So, it doesn't, it, it, to me, it's not like mumbo jumbo at all. In fact, all of this is science. Ego is science. Uh, Zen, if you understand it very simply and reasonably, is a fair bit of science, right? So, get out of the way. It's like, the other example which Buddhists always give is they will say don't think about a monkey and now you cannot stop thinking about a monkey. Right? It's the same problem. You can't uh, use your mind or your ego as a device to destroy your ego. That's not going to work. That's a very... Uh, Uh, recursive problem and it's a very reductionist problem so it's double r's it's reductionist and recursive so all I would say is uh, yeah we will come back to these ego topics again I will definitely come back with a series of conversations Uh, I've been thinking and playing around so my new year has been a series of experiments with my ego and uh, it's a lot of fun it's really a lot of fun and i hope to share some of those experiments with all of you Uh, but uh, meanwhile all i would say is look if you're listening on apple or spotify rate us hopefully a five star and uh, wishing all of you a lot of joy a lot of happiness as i said this podcast has slowly become a bit of a rabbit hole conversation a bit of mental health conversation and a bit of random journeys into the mind territory conversation and at least one person who hears this reasonably and spoke to me said that uh it finally feels like uh, another lay person is also struggling with the same problems uh when he said lay person and to me it sounded like a loser as in he, it may <laughs> as in uh the way <laughs> i heard it is oh uh you are a loser as well (laughs) i'm like yeah i agree i am a loser as well i'm absolutely a lay person i in fact don't know honestly i don't think i know much uh, but i keep playing around i keep experimenting i keep learning and i genuinely approach life with a slightly curious mind uh i do want to know what is what's happening in the world around me but it's extremely hard. But on that note, uh, wishing all of you a lot of joy. Thank you, and it's a wrap.